Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Spooky State of Mind. Spooky. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Alex, and we are your hosts. Yeah, she took over because I always say (laughs) (laughs) co-host. We don't know which one's right. We don't know which one's wrong, but eh, we'll go with it. Exactly. So what now? I know. We never know what to do. Okay, so, so far, we nailed our intro. Now we got to figure out what goes after. Like, how do we transition? How do we do that? So I went to the like, doctor today. Oh, uh-huh. and um, I got two moles removed. Ooh! I don't know why I didn't do this because it's not like me. But I didn't do any research on it beforehand. Oh yeah, how do they do it? So normally I would have been looking at videos to see like what to expect, if it's gonna hurt or what. Yeah, so I didn't do any research on it or anything. So I walked in there blind, not knowing what the heck. I was nervous because I was like, oh, my God, like, is it going to hurt? Obviously, they numb you. But, you know, like when you go to the dentist and they numb you, but you can, like, still feel pressure and discomfort, like, when they're doing work on your teeth? Yes. Or is that just me? No, no, no. You can totally feel it. That's what I thought it was going to be like, so I was a little bit nervous. But no, I'm not kidding when I say that. When they put me in the room, I waited longer sitting there for the doctor to walk in than the time that it took for her to do the procedure. She walked in and she was like, sit up here. I was like, okay. And she was like, all right, well, we're, you know, we're going to remove two because they removed two of them. And she brought a needle, put one in because I had a mole on the side of my face and then one on my arm. So maybe I should, well, I'll tell you guys why they needed to get removed. But anyways, yeah. So she injected the one on my face and then the one on my arm, I guess like numbing stuff. She didn't even tell me what the heck it was. And, and she was like, all right, ready. And she brings like a little tiny blade, like a little square. And it just looked like a piece of metal. I was like, how the heck are you going to take this off with that? Cause it didn't look like it was sharp. I looked away and I was just like, oh my God, I'm nervous. And she was like, about what? It's gone. What? I was like, huh? She was like, yep. And and I saw her give it to her helper and she put it in a little, uh, cup. A little baggie or something. And I was like, bye, mole. <laughs> and then she was like, now time to do the one on your face. I was like, oh, okay. So then I look away and then she's like, done. And I was like, that's it. She's like, yeah. And I was like, bye, mole. It was nice knowing you. Th- that's it that fast that's it that fast i'm not kidding you like no, this, wow. com- this little conversation i just had with myself that is exactly how it went down and she was like all right we're gonna take these to get biopsied and you'll get your results soon enough and yeah well it was nice seeing you today have a good weekend and i was like bye <laughs> like that's it i was like you didn't even take me out to dinner you just left me like this <laughs> oh my goodness yeah it was so fast so i was like wow okay so then um now i just gotta wait but the reason why they uh took them off was because when i went to my primary care doctor i had mentioned to her the mole on my arm uh because and it's been a while don't wait as long as me to get things sh- you know checked out at the doctors please do it like asap But for me, last year, probably almost a year ago, I noticed that a mole on my arm was, like, scabbed. So I was just like, what the heck? And I was, like, picking at it and ripping it off. And then it would form and picking at it and ripping it off. Just, like, 
not thinking about it while I was working until finally I was like, I've been doing this all week long. Like, what's going on? So I really looked at it and the scab was just within the mole, like out, like that, the outline of the mole. And that's it. The outline of my mole kind of looked a little bit red. And I was like, that's weird. Like I didn't cut myself. There's no blood. I don't remember hurting myself. Like it doesn't hurt. So why is it scabbing? So when I went to the doctor, finally, I mentioned it to her and I told her like, look, I know Google isn't the best place to go. I'm a very, you know, level headed person. So I'm not going to go crazy if I see something that says cancer, you know, but Google can tell you something as easy as, oh, you have a headache because you're exhausted to as extreme as a brain tumor. But when I looked up this mole, it didn't say anything besides maybe you cut yourself. And if you didn't, go to a doctor because that's concerning. There was no in between. So I'm like, I got to tell my doctor about this because the fact that I couldn't find any in between, that's a little weird. So I mentioned it to her. She was like, oh, well, it looks fine to me. She said, normally you should be concerned about moles when it's like this and like that. and blah. She was like listing. She was like, if it's big and it protrudes and it's bulky and blah and I was just like oh you mean like this one and then I raise my hair and I show her the one on this side of my face and, and she's she was like, like yeah she was like oh yeah just like that one and she was like what is up with that and this did not look like why am I going so long about my mole <laughs> oh my god okay well now that I'm in it, this didn't look like a normal mole. It wasn't just, it was like, you know, those big puffy ones, <laughs> how they're like, I know, gross, juicy, but whatever. The mole, the mole, 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 mole. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but like mine wasn't like completely like black, like, or brown or whatever. It kind of looked transparent and like the black was inside. That's weird. It was weird. She took a picture. She uploaded it. She sent me to the dermatologist. And the dermatologist was like, I'm not concerned. Like, it looks fine. But I'm going to take it off. Like, you know, you're young. I'm sure you don't want it on the side of your face anyways. And you've had it for this long with no problems. But let's just be safe than sorry. Yeah. The one on my arm, she was like, it looks fine to me, but I see, can see the concern. So, yeah, we're going to remove that, too. So you just get them biopsied. It. Yep. So they're going to get biopsied. But, I mean, because she wasn't concerned, I don't feel concerned. But on that one off chance that she's like, so you need to come back in because we found something. Yeah. Y'all will find out next episode, I guess. Ooh, results that quick? Oh, yeah, too. They get results pretty fast. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah, it was a really weird mole. And I feel like I made it puffy. But every every time I tell this story, people laugh and they don't believe me. But I truly feel that how I did it to did myself. You, how the hell did you make it puffy? Did you so, make fun of someone for it? No, not <laughs> even that. Back in my teen years, you know, when you're going through acne and all your body changes and stuff. I didn't really have a lot of acne, but I would get blackheads often and I would get them a lot like on my nose and stuff. So then I noticed one on the side of my face and it's kind of like, what's that piercing that people get on the side of their ear? Not on their ear, but I think it's the, the tragus, tragus, tragus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's kind of in that area, but a little bit lower. 
And so I was like, please don't tell me now I'm getting freaking blackheads somewhere else on my face. So because I wasn't really able to see it, I just started squeezing the fuck out of it. Then I squeezed it again the next day and I just kept squeezing it periodically and nothing would come out. It was a mole. It was like a legit freckle. And me doing that like puffed it up and it just got big after that. Oh my God. And how have I never heard this story before? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) How are we like almost 10 minutes in and you're still talking about your freaking moles? I don't know. (laughs) Because I missed them already. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know, man. I don't know what happened, but it puffed up and I had it. And I forget it's there, obviously, because it's on the side of my face. But when I would realize it was there. It did make me self-conscious. And I'm like, damn, I wonder if people, like, look at it and go, damn, like, she's got that big old thing on the side of her face. It never bothered me. Yeah, so I think maybe because it had some transparency to it and it wasn't, like, just completely black. It wasn't, it wasn't 100% mole, 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 mole. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, that's the story of my moles. They're gone. And I am pending... Uh Uh-huh. I'm pending results, so we shall see. Well, I hope everything comes back normal. I hope so, too. Is everything else in your week okay? Yeah, I had a decent week. I don't think much happened. I mean, I didn't work today. had a mean day, so I did that. Right? Then I went to Barnes & Noble, and I was looking at the books. I got, like, a journal because I want to try doing that. But actually, Mm. it's like a... It's like an about me book. Uh Uh-huh. So it has like three, I don't know how many sections, but so far I've seen that it has like a section from when you were a baby, your childhood, your teen years, probably your young adult years, and then future you. And it just asks questions like, oh, what's your first memory from when you were a baby? Or what what was it that you wish that you knew? Or one of the best days from your childhood? And you just like write about it on there. I thought it was interesting. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so it's like a little autobiography. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah. Now I have to decide whether I want to include the dark stuff or not, because I'm like, what if one day I want to show these to my kids? I don't need my kids knowing the shit that I was doing when I was a teenager. They oh don't need God. to know I was Jasmine. sneaking out at two in the morning. Okay, so you're not going to put it in your book, but you're putting it on the podcast for on the internet forever? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I didn't think of that. (laughs) Maybe they won't even, maybe they won't ever know that this existed. Oh, they'll know. Oh, Lord. They'll know. You're going to tell them. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Oh, my God. So when your mom and I were younger, we had this podcast. Oh, Lord. They're going to be like, what's a podcast? Podcast. <laughs> like it's like the radio. What's a radio? Like, oh damn! Like, oh my god! It's like the radio, but on the internet. And it's like, well, we know what the internet is. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Times are gonna be so oh different. God. But yeah, after I got, I also got a couple puzzle books because I love doing like word searches and Sudoku. I kind of tried dabbling into um, what is it called? Crossword puzzles, but I'm Whoa, not room. room. <laughs> Oh, shit, that was loud. Yeah, I forgot to close my window. (laughs) What the fuck is that? (laughs) It's so normal to me that I just kept talking. I, like, completely forgot to shut up. No, it's okay. It's like, 
So I, what we grew up in Santa Ana, we grew mm-hmm. up hearing sirens all the time. Oh yeah. Sirens, whether it be cops, ambulance, helicopters, everything. We heard it all the time. And don't it you was- have a fire department like right near you too? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a fire department like super close to my house, to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So when I moved away to college and then I would, I would go back home. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's when it hit me. That's when I noticed, like, oh, maybe I didn't grow up in the best area. And, like, the sad part is that, like, I grew up in the nice part of town. You did. You uh-huh. really did, girl, because uh-huh. I didn't grow up in the nice part of town. I grew up, like, dead, like, downtown Santa Ana. But yeah. for me, I didn't even feel like it was that bad, honestly. Minus the drive-bys that occurred every Friday, but... It's like it's we already relative. knew. Don't be outside when that happens. Just don't be outside. It's Friday night. Be inside. We're good. Nothing's gonna happen. It's like it's your normal, you know. Yeah, the beef wasn't with us. Okay, we my parents would never. Yeah, the beef was with the corner, so we were good. We were fine. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna yeah. have people listening to this be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> right. Yeah. And then when I moved away to a quiet place, I missed it. I was like, I need noise. I need my neighbors to have their doors open. I need to hear music and dogs barking. I can't be in silence like that. Oh, I don't mind it. Yeah, I believe it. I don't mind it. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty I like easy to fall into it, honestly. It is pretty easy to fall into it. And then you're like, okay. Because I mm-hmm. didn't mind it. But when I, when I moved back, I was like, oh, I missed this. I don't yeah. think I want to be in like quiet again. Yeah, you probably but, will still. <laughs> yeah, but we had a lot of nature sounds over here. Oh. A lot of birds chirping, a lot of like the wind howling. It's really nice. So I'll take that any day. Oh, I got my nails done. These are I my saw. natural nails. I saw. Yeah. You should I'm post it on work. Instagram. Oh, it will yeah. be a nail oh, I account. I did post it, huh? Yeah, you should post it on our Instagram so everyone knows what we're talking about. We'll be a nail account, like that nail account that you wanted to have that one time. I know. <laughs> Me and my hobbies that I always give up on. Well, oh, my Lord. sister and I were talking about that. We're, I mean, I've talked about it like on my personal TikTok about having things and not following through with things and just having a million different ideas and just not following through. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how was your week? <laughs> Shit. Oh no. Yeah. Why? So so today we're recording on a Friday. And so on because of me, I'm sorry. Why is it because of you? Because I kept postponing. Oh, no, girl, that's fine. Hmm. So on Sunday, the truck broke down. Saturday or Sunday? I don't remember oh, if it was no. Saturday or Sunday, the truck broke down. So then on Tuesday, the car broke down. Oh, oh no. Yep, so we don't have when any When it rains, it pours, huh? Oh my god, my mom literally said that. Gary literally said that. I literally all of us fucking said that. Yeah, so our we were left carless. Gary's car is still at the mechanic. Like it's oh, still no. at the shop. My car is sitting in the driveway trying to figure out how to get it to a shop. And I have a rental for I'm picking up my rental tomorrow. So I've been without a car this week with the kids. So the kids haven't gone to daycare, which like I would take them to daycare um, because I am, they're getting used to daycare because I start my new job on Monday, but I really need a car so I can Mm -hmm. actually get to work. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's just we're having a lot of car trouble and it just really sucks right now because cars are expensive and it's kind of we're at the point where we're trying to assess is it cheaper to just get a new car or just fix this car yeah and it just it sucks because money's tight because the economy is shit right now groceries are so expensive and it's like how can we add in any more expenses yep yeah so this week was shit but it's okay it's it's okay we'll get through it always do so i hope so i'm sorry to hear that that's the worst i was just thinking the other day that my car's not old but i've had it for eight years Mm -hmm. so i'm just like oh lord Now's the time where I really got to make sure everything's okay. I got to check it out. I got to change what I need to change. Like, I got to stay on top of it because I cannot afford for my car to break down in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, so I've been thinking about that. Like, I have a Toyota. And you know, Toyotas are super reliable. But mm-hmm. the same thing, just because it's reliable doesn't mean I can slack on the maintenance. Yeah. So trying really hard to take care of it i know i can get another 10 years out of it but also i would like to get a new car in the future so take care of this car then i can find out what i want to do with it yeah probably end up keeping it though probably jazz jazz is like why don't you trade it in i'm like no that's my first big girl purchase i'm not gonna trade it i love your car yeah i love the way it smells if that's like that sounds weird you haven't been in my car in a long time. <laughs> no, I probably haven't. Based on that laugh. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> I think it would always be the air fresheners you had. Like the yeah, two probably. or like, because you would always mix them, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would put different kinds. Yeah. So it always smelled good, but it always had your body spray and like your hair oils and all that stuff. So it smelled like you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. You always smell nice. Oh, thanks. As I'm looking all full on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but i hope same. your car gets fixed soon and then hopefully. i wish you luck on your first day thank you and thank you yeah hopefully the car hopefully it's not an expensive fix and hopefully it's not um anything major i mean it seems like it's pretty major because it doesn't go more than five miles an hour so <laughs> Well, you just got to leave at four in the morning to make it to work. No, we have to, uh, we'll take it on a trailer. So it's fine. We'll take it on a trailer. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be good. Okay. I feel like yeah. that dog in the burning house. <laughs> yep. It's fine. Everything's fine. And so then me, like I took the kids or I took Quinn to daycare on Wednesday. So that my car broke down on Tuesday and I took the kids in the stroller um, to daycare. And it's only like two miles away. Oh my god, the way there and coming back wasn't bad. So it was like four miles total. That's fine. Not a big deal. You get your steps in. Get my steps in, but it was really humid. It was like 84, 85 degrees with like 80% humidity. So it was gross. I was drenched in sweat and it was uphill getting there. So, and I had one kid in the stroller and I was baby wearing the other one. So I was gross. I was nasty. It was yucky. And then on the way there, like to pick my kid up, it was 95 with like 60% humidity. 
So Oof. it was gross and it was high and it was uphill, but there was shade. And like, it was like overcast at least. Like it was hot, but it was overcast. Mm-hmm. But on the way back, the sun decided to like come out and start shining. And it was like, hey, so it was like, you can, like, you can see that I'm like, I don't know if you can see. Oh, uh, you can see. Like, is right there here. a line? Yeah. I am like burnt. I am toasty. And yeah, it was rough coming back home. Like it took me like an hour to get back home because I had to take breaks because it was so hot and humid and gross. And then I'm like, yeah, not doing this again, not taking them to daycare. And so for and then Thursday and Friday we did have like an excessive heat warning. So I was like, fuck no. And we haven't even gone outside of the backyard to play because it's been so fucking hot, which is crazy because my mom tells me that it's been really cold over there with you guys. Yeah, it's been like 60 degrees. And for those of you who don't live in SoCal, don't shit on me because I think that's cold, okay? It is for us. I can do without a sweater. That's totally fine. But at this point of the year, halfway through June, for it to still be 60 degrees. That's weird. Although it is kind of high 60s, like 65, 67. But still. But it's weird. Like, by now, it should be in the 80s. 80s. And it should, you know, so... Yeah, it has been chilly. For anyone that's that gets cold easy, yeah, they'd definitely be wearing a sweater. It's okay. You're talking about that like it's like 60 degrees and it's cold. And I've been in Texas for a year now. So it's not a long time, but it's – I've oh, yeah. I have – yesterday was my one-year anniversary here in Texas. Wow. It feels and like it's been longer. I feel like I just moved here. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I just moved. But – I can tell you that 70 degrees sounds absolutely wonderful and amazing and beautiful. And like 80 degrees, it's like, okay, it's it's tolerable. Low mm-hmm. 90s, okay, that's fine. Mid 90s, okay, that's enough. It's an, it's like the sound, like that's enough slices. Like that's enough slices. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, we're already girl. in the triple digits and it's just going to get hotter. And, oh. And it's not even the heat. It's the humidity. It's so gross. Yeah, I feel you. When I lived up in Victorville, even though it's two hours away, it's higher altitude. Therefore, it's hotter. Be like 110, 115. Like, if you took a shirt out the washing machine and put that bitch on and walked outside, you would be dry in five minutes. Oh, yeah. See, here you you take a dry shirt. And you put it on, you walk outside, you're drenched in five minutes. Because it's so fucking humid. It's, it's, yeah. it's the humidity. Yep. So, and then over there, the sun is burns. Oh, fuck yeah. It you're... burns. Like, mm-mm. Yeah. Like. Different type of sun. Mm-hmm. But I understand the humidity. That's how it is in El Salvador. Yeah. I mean, when you shower, you got, by the time you get dressed, you're already sweating. Yes. You're like, I just showered. Yep. <laughs> You're already drenched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly like that. Anyway, should we talk about the episode? Because we spent like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes talking, talking about, about your moles. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can get into the episode. All right. I think you're first this week. I sure am. So what the heck is this episode about anyways? Was so folklore? <laughs> we were supposed to do Faye and just kind of like go from there. But it was a lot harder than we thought. So it's just kind of going to be like a folklore episode. Yeah. every time. So every time I would look it up, it would just 
give me like fairy tales and just like cute shit and i'm like no and it was just boring like, give me the so then I was yeah so then i was like let me try mermaids because mermaids are scary too and it just required a lot more research than i thought because you have to get a same thing same with the fairies you gotta get past the fairy tale bullshit and really <laughs> dive in and me a professional procrastinator didn't, didn't do really research do. to last minute. Yeah. I mean, I did my research, but I couldn't get past the bullshit of the pretty stuff. I was like, bro, where's the, where's the tea, man? Yeah. I want to know how you get rid of fairies. I want to, like, I know snippets here and there. Like, for example, if you ever come home and you find little trinkets in your front door, that's a fairy that did that shit. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide. Or can it be a crow? Well, it could be a crow too. But oh, but only you, if not really. But only if you crows like, in your area. I, yeah, no, I don't have crows in my area, but only if you've like actually given the crow stuff because a crow will only bring you things if you've given them things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a symbiotic relationship. Yep. So then, um, you're supposed to either pick it, or if you don't, if you don't, they might get mad. If you do take it, then you're supposed to leave something in return, and it's just they're very delicate. It seems. But I couldn't get to that. I was like, I just heard that like in videos and in passing, like, where do I find that? You know? Yeah. I gave up on that. So then I was like, what else can I talk about? Because we're doing like, I guess now you can classify it as folklore. Like, you know? So then I was like, what else can I do? And for those of you who don't know, but I think I've mentioned it before. I like to game. I'm a gamer. So... One, but I'm I'm not like the type that plays many different games. I like stick to one and one only because I fall in love and that's that. For a long time, I was playing Call of Duty. Now I kind of hop back in, or I did hop back into what's called Dead by Daylight, and that's like a horror game. Not necessarily like jump scare horror. It's a survivors versus killer horror game. So there's um the killers. There's killers like. Leatherface or uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. There's the pig from Saw. There's um, what else from movies? Oh, they have Wesker from Resident. Was that Resident Evil? Nemesis. Which one's the pig from Saw? Remember the pig that kidnaps the people? Oh, How it's the lady that works for him. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So, and they have Nemesis from Resident Evil, and I think Wesker's from there too. So, one of the killers that they brought um, a couple years ago is called the Oni. Ah, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm recording. Sorry, she can edit it out. Is that Jamba Juice? Yes, it is. Why is it in that cup? Well, because this is the cup that they gave me. Got prime with it, take it up with the Oni. I own Heavenly's, not Jamba Juice. There you go. <laughs> Hi. Why'd you get me a small? I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> you are can, small. Can you just say thank you? I know. I am thankful. I appreciate it. You better be thankful. Of course. All right. Sorry. Before no. I continue for another 10 minutes about what smoothies is what. <laughs> so he's growing a fro. <laughs> and so he has a hair pick. And have you ever watched um, the Leprechaun movies? Oh, it's been a long time. Have you ever watched Leprechaun in the Hood? Have you ever seen Leprechaun in the Hood? Of course. 
Okay. He his, said, of course. His hair pick. Every time I see a hair pick, I think of the scene where the dude gets the hair pick stuck in his neck. She says every time she she sees a hair pick, it reminds her of the scene where he gets stuck in his Oh my god. You know what? <laughs> I heard that she needs to watch the black um it's the black version of the uh Boogeyman. What's his name? Hey Can- TJ. Candyman? What's that? What's that? Candyman? There we go. The I've seen it. The Candyman, the original version. She's seen it. I've seen it. The original? Yeah. The original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the one that just recently came out. Yes. I lost my train of thought. What the character, the Oni? <laughs> oh, yeah. So they brought the Oni. I thought to myself, oh, I decided to look it up not too long ago. So I had was already doing research. And then, you know, I was over here stumped on doing the fairies and mermaids. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to switch it. We're going to do the Oni. Okay? I know a little bit about it. So we're just going to do it. So here we are talking about the Oni. And a lot of you know what the Oni looks like. If you never heard of it, you know what it looks like. Because if you look on your phone and you hit your emojis and you find that little demon-looking mask, that's what an Oni looks like. Oh. A red mask? Yeah. yeah. The one with the dude yep. is like... I mean, I just made the face for those of you listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, the other one where he's like, yeah, that one. (laughs) That one. Where he's showing his teeth. I really wish we were recording video. I know. (laughs) We will soon enough. Just need to figure out how to edit videos. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what Anoni looks like. But um, Besides what they look like, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about them. So the Oni can, it can also be translated as demon, devil, ogre, or troll. So it's kind of an umbrella term for all these different type of uh, creatures. So Oni are typically born when really bad and wicked humans die and end up in Buddhist hell. So I don't know how bad of a hell that is compared to like regular hell, but. That's where they end up. They end up in hell. So pretty much their job is to carry out horrible punishment to those who are bad. Oni are born when really bad and wicked humans die and end up in hell. In When they're human, so when they're in this lifetime, they can also turn into an Oni. And that typically happens when they are so bad, so evil, that their soul is beyond redemption. So they will, he will transform into an Oni in this lifetime and will stay on Earth to terrorize the living. Now you may be wondering if there is such a thing as women Oni and the answer is yes. Uh, You're going to hear me say more he and he and he because for some reason, I don't know why, I don't want to get into it, but for some reason men tend to, you know, go to hell more than women. So, (laughs) but it's mostly you hear more about men uh, because I don't know. Men commit more shit. I don't know. But yes, there are women, Oni, and they're some one of the type is called a Kijo. Now I did see there is an argument. Some people say that that is not considered an Oni simply for the fact that you don't see Kijos. And I hope I'm saying that right. I didn't get the chance to look up names. Um, but simply because Kijos are not seen mingling amongst other Oni. They kind of keep to themselves unless they have a vendetta and they got they got their own goals to complete. So uh, that's I'm, I'll leave it up to you to decide if you agree that it's an, a type of oni or not. But a little bit about kijos. So kijos are said to 
uh, be born or be created. When a woman is extremely jealous, envious, or holds onto a grudge towards somebody else. So these traits will twist her soul and just, you know, we all know what these things can do to your, to you as a person. It just twists their soul so much that they turn into these monsters. So they tend to reside in more like rural areas, like the mountains or mountainsides, like roads. Uh, they can also be found in abandoned homes. They can practice dark magic um, and they try to lure people to them. So if they have nothing, they tend to keep to themselves and just kind of do their own thing. But if they want to do anything evil, they will. So they will kidnap children and raise them to do evil deeds, evil deeds alongside them. Other times they'll transform into young, beautiful women to lure young, handsome men to them. And so they can get pregnant and give birth to an Oni. So when they're not looking young and beautiful, they look like an old lady. Okay. They, they look old and wrinkled and probably hunched over. And so would yeah. they be considered a succubus too or an incubus? Succubus and keep yeah. too? I guess so. That is another umbrella demons. term. Yeah. They're they're demons, those types. As I was reading about the about the Kijos, um, it reminded me of a story that I read also about the Oni Baba, which is the legend of the demon hag. So this is another type of Oni, but it kind of gives a similar idea with the whole how they turn into these monsters. The legend of the Oni Baba. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. So I'm just going to get into it. Um, this Oni Baba resides in Japan. Of course, we're talking about Japanese folklore right now. And she's a demon hag. So she's described as being a small old lady with a disheveled, maniacal look about her. She has wild hair with an unnatural, unnaturally oversized mouth. So some also say that she carries around a large cooking knife to cut open her victims. Maybe it's whenever she feels like it. Who knows? The story of Onibaba started long ago in central Japan with the wealthy couple who had a baby, a baby girl. Sadly, the baby girl was born sick and never made a sound. Concerned about their daughter and uh, the couple asked numerous doctors and other medical experts what they could do to help her but they were never able to cure the child so in desperation the couple consulted a local fortune teller we all know we've all been there you go to the doctors you go to the scientists if they can't figure it out it's time to go to the spiritual people they will always be able to help you so he told them of a sinister cure which could bring their daughter back to health and he informed them that if you feed her the liver of an unborn fetus, she will be cured. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So the couple decided the child's nanny, who had a daughter about the same age, would go and search for the cure. So they were like, hey, we'll pay you. Please do this for us. We're rich, we got the money, and you need it. So she knew that this trip would take weeks, months, or years to complete. So she said goodbye to her daughter to her little baby she gave her an amulet um you know for it to bring luck and protection over her daughter and then ventured off 
to the countryside, vowing not to return until she had the cure for this child that wasn't even hers. I hope that that wealthy couple took care of that baby. Anyways, so for months, she searched for a pregnant woman who would be willing to give up their unborn baby. To no surprise, she was unable to find a willing person, so she figured that a more drastic measure was needed, and she would take one by force. Rut row. Mm-hmm. So she built herself a makeshift shelter in a cave next to a quiet road. There, she waited patiently for a pregnant woman to walk by. Months passed, then years, then decades, with no pregnant woman in sight. Until one fateful day, she saw her Tario walking up the hill alone. Eager to get her cure, she jumped on the poor woman, cutting open her stomach and hacking out the liver from the unborn baby. With the feeling of success washing over her, she noticed an amulet around the dead woman's neck. Oh, shit! It was then that she realized... In her desperation to find the cure, she had just slain her own daughter and grandchild. This drove the woman to insanity, and as legend tells, she transformed into a yokai. Still to this day, it is reported that she is waiting in her cave near the road for her next victim. However, pregnant women are no longer her target. She will attack any passerby. So you are in that area. It says Arachigahara. My advice is to be careful of little old ladies. Who knows? You could be the next victim. Oh, shit. Yep. So that was just an example of a female Oni. They exist. So stay away from little old ladies. Yeah, pretty much. Don't trust Man, fuck them. They already live. I'm just kidding. No, but really, just be careful because some old people can be the most sinister. They have lived longer than you. They are much wiser than you are. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a glitch, but as soon as you like did the whole like thing, your eyes got so yellow. Like electric yellow. Like what the fuck? Is that a glitch? Um, you've discovered me. I think it's time to tell you. I've been possessed. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably a glitch. Probably a glitch. Who knows? But yeah, anyways, back to the Oni. So the Oni, these creatures are huge. They are much taller than a man. And they can even be taller than trees. I don't know why it made me laugh, but I saw that their diet consists of livestock, humans, and alcohol. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know how to anyways, so right. Anyways, they're often depicted with red or blue skin, crazy hair, horns. It could be two, like you know, your typical two or more, and some large tusks that look like fangs. They can also have many fingers and toes, as well as be other colors like green, yellow, orange. Just depends who you're asking. Um, I did see that their color variations is inspired by dragons, which is why they're so colorful. They can be any color. But red and blue is like the most typical per the emoji. It's red. So there you go. And they also wear loincloths 
a loincloth made of tiger skin, and they carry around a spiked club. So, these Oni, they need to be free, you know? To catch their victims. <laughs> Jeez. I just looked um, up a bunch so, of, I'm just looking up, like, pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're uh, pretty freaky looking. Yes, they are. So one thing that I've noticed about folklore, um, did we do any folklore recently about like somewhere in Asia? I feel like we did because we did Philippines, like on one of our like that was a long time. That was a ago, while ago. So I was trying to say that one thing I noticed about folklore is that they'll talk about these creatures that are like scary and evil. But then they also talk about them very highly. Like they use them, you know, like they use their statues and they this, you know. So it's like, oh, yeah, they'll torture you, but they protect us. So I was thinking about an, an episode that we did and I can't remember what it was. And I was talking about something and it was the same idea. So I don't want to confuse don't remember. you. Like the, yeah, I'll have to go back and see. But anyways, just to not confuse you, the Oni, they are demons ogres trolls all that fun stuff but the people still see them as was it the episode with the exorcist where we were talking about that one demon that it was said to be like really evil but it protected like little children kids? yeah uh-huh yep yeah there you go that's what it so was. they they can be evil but for example i saw uh which actually i closed the tab because I didn't think it was important but it was talking about who kind of is like the main person in hell which is called like Lord Enma or something and it made me laugh because you know that's my sister's name I don't know if it's pronounced the same but it's pretty much this like person that oversees like hell and the Oni are like in contact with them um, and they're one of the judges of like us when we die and they decide where we go and they kind of oversee hell and they make sure that those who deserve to be in hell get tortured and punished enough so that it cleanses their soul and then maybe they're able to go into heaven so um i forgot where i was going with this what the hell i lost my train of thought it's a reoccurring theme yeah anyways oh yeah good and bad so the oni did these bad things so for example they would torture those who went to hell and obviously if you're going to hell you were not a good person so they pretty much tortured anybody who was evil and wicked and bad but for some reason they were not bad enough to become an oni themselves so like the ones who were like towing the line yeah, it's like, damn, dude, not only did you fail in life, like, you went and did these bad things. You couldn't even be bad enough to become an Oni. Now you have to be tortured. Like, what a loser. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, that's what they did. So they tor- they, tor- they tortured them, crushed their bones, peeled off their skin. That's all that I saw. And I can't think of other torture methods because I'm not a crazy person. And maybe if I try hard enough. Well, but, I was um, thinking back to the Elizabeth Bowtree episode. Like, oh, yeah. Covering them in honey and just putting them outside, let the insects eat them. Oof. Yeah, or putting so like cloth makes... between their, their toes and putting oil and then lighting it on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. 
Oh my god, yeah, I'm not actually creative. crazy. <laughs> not in that way. No, not in that way. <laughs> but um, so for those who transform into Oni in this life, they just stay here torturing people here. Also, it's believed that they are able to control natural phenomena such as like thunder and earthquakes and they do those things to kind of bring a little bit of um, torture to the world. So hurricanes, all that good stuff. So besides all the torturing stuff, Oni were also around to protect the like Buddhist temples and they were guardians of the underworld. So that's kind of where you see like the good side of them. Also, to this day, um, people use Oni masks um, during parades or probably when the New Year starts or special occasions uh, because they think that they feel that that helps ward off evil and brings them good luck. So that's the positive side of Onis. People use them to, you know, protect themselves. I wanted to tell the story of Momo Toro. Does your door um, just open up on its own sometimes? No, it opened. Yeah, or did Jazz just like close it? Like, yeah, he walked in and walked back out. That's <sighs> why I stopped. I was like, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> but I didn't see him. Especially if he was over here around my hair area, dark ass hair. That's where it was. Yeah, because I just saw the like the handle, the doorknob. So yeah, the story of Mama Toto. He defeated the on- some oni. Okay, that little boy was a little badass. So Mama Toto was born from a giant peach. So this peach was floating down a river by an old and childless woman who was washing her clothes. The woman and her husband discovered the child inside the peach when they tried to open it to eat it. And the child came out and explained that he had been bestowed by the gods to be their son. The couple named him Momotoro. Well, I heard it say Momotoro, but it looks like it says Momotaro. Sorry if I'm butchering the name. So Momo, meaning peach, and Taro meaning eldest son in the family. So when he was just five years old, he was able to cut a big tree with just an old knife. So this little boy was strong. He came from the gods, just like Hercules. When he matured into adolescence, Momotoro left his parents to find a band of oni, so demons or ogres, who marauded over their land by seeking them out in the distant island where they dwelt. En route, Momotoro met and befriended a talking dog, a monkey, and a pheasant who agreed to help him in his quest in exchange for a portion of his rations. So they wanted his dumplings and he was like, fine, help me and I'll give you dumplings. At the island, Momotoro and his animal friends penetrated, penetrated the demon's fort and beat the band of demons into surrendering. So Momotoro and his new friends returned home with the demons, with the demon's treasures and the demon chief as a captive. So that's one where they were evil and this little boy in the peach defeated them. Apparently it's a pretty popular story to tell. And just like any type of folklore, naturally parents use Oni as a way to try to discipline their kids. Like, oh, if you behave bad. Oni's gonna come get you. Or you better go to sleep. Bad. Mm-hmm. You're gonna turn into an Oni and you're gonna be tortured in that next life. And so, oh my on. god, so I'm saying, oh my god, I'm saying, oh my god, as if our parents didn't do that to us. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, how could you do that? And it was done to us. It sure was. <laughs> 
So that's the story of the Oni. Oh, nice. Well, not nice, but nice. You know what I mean. I sure do. You know what I mean. Also, I saw I saw you with the penetrate that little snicker. You wanted a snicker. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, jeez. How old am I? <laughs> well, I mean, to anyone listening to the podcast, we have explicit content. It's mm-hmm. so explicit. But we yep. really act like 12-year-old boys. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was cracking up because... So I came across this TikTok of the person that zoomed into their cat's, like, mouth. Uh-huh. And he's looking like... And he's got his <laughs> little his little fangs. And then his bottom teeth are all, like, crinkly and, like, super spaced out. And he's, like, making a noise, like, ah, ah, like a meow, but not really a meow. And it was cracking me up. And so I paused it. Yeah. And I don't know why I did this. It sounds mean, but, like, it was just in the moment. Marcus was laying down next to me on the couch. So I paused it. He was facing away from me. And I put the volume up and I pressed play. And it did the noise. And he got up real quick and looked at me. And it scared me. But I laughed. Like, my my laugh was so giddy. Like, and I was like, what's wrong with me, man? And then he didn't want to lay down next to me anymore. He went to the other couch. He was mad. Like, he kept looking at my phone. And I was like, I'm sorry, Marcus. Come back. It reminds me of this one time. Like, my sister and I were just talking about this. So <laughs> I get startled very easily. It's, oh, oh, oh. I remember how we started talking about it. So when you're on a roller coaster, do you scream? Oh, yeah, I sure do. Do you do it on purpose? Or does it just happen? So at first I do it on purpose and then it's not on purpose. Okay. Cause like she was telling me that she saw this thing where people like don't control, like can't really control it. That it's uh-huh. just, and she's like, what do you mean? You don't control it. So I, I don't know where it was going. I don't remember the conversation, but I was like, well, it's I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's like if you're scared and you scream, you know, some people get quiet. Some people, you know, yeah. the fight or flight or like fawn. Mm-hmm. And me, I was thinking back to like this one time, I think I was like a freshman in high school and she knocked on my door, on my bedroom door and I opened the door and she just shoves my dog in my face. It was when I had puppy. Did you ever meet her? She was small, yes. little small dog. And she just shoves her in my face and I just go, ah! and I just like <laughs> literally straight up like high pitched scream, close the door and I run behind my fucking bed like a little bitch. And I'm just like, as soon as, <laughs> like without even thinking about it. And I'm just like, wow. I just fucking did that. I just That's fucking did funny. that. I I don't react that way to very rarely do I react like that to being startled. Oh, I don't anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. And I think it's just because like she's taken it all out of me. So now I'm just like, oh. Okay, cool. Oh, you don't even yeah. react. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know. My body <laughs> just frozen. On the inside. Very rarely, like, yeah, on the inside, it feels like something hit me. Yeah. But my body doesn't reflect that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Anyway, so you did folklore. I did do a fae. And I had trouble picking one because there's there just so much. But I ended up covering the trow. And if you remember back to the first episode, Jasmine talked about duendes, and these are kind of like their Scottish cousins. So, you know, like the redheaded stepchild or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> and so there must be more evil redhead definitely no soul there oh my god how did that happen i'm sorry ed sheeran no how did that stereotype come to be i don't know let me see okay look it up and let me know but anyways trow are very similar oh by the way we don't actually think that about redheads oh not at all not at all just as a disclaimer uh, so Trow are very similar to trolls and their folklore originates in the Orkney and Shetland Islands of Scotland. They're fae, but keep in mind, fae does not equivocate fairies. It's more of an umbrella term. And so Trow are mischievous and in some lore, they are seen as malignant. Typically, they are really ugly and have names to match their ugly appearance, such as Truncher Face and Banafeet, which is Bannock, Bannock Feet. And Bannock is a type of bread, and I didn't know that until I looked it up. So that was cool. And so okay. a little etymology. Uh, so a little etymology. Trow is derived from the Norse word troll, but in Norwegian folklore, troll doesn't mean just a giant, which is what I kind of think of. Personally, I think of like the troll from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and that's what comes to mind. But troll, in this sense, can also mean a ghost or a ghostly figure. Alternatively, it might have been derived as a corruption of the Scandinavian Drog, so D R A U G. And there is a sea drog that's a type of sea troll, and there is a sea trow, but I'll be getting into that a little bit later. So there's just kind of a parallel between the sea drog and the sea trow. So apart from trow, they're also known as drow, which is why there's that discrepancy whether it's troll or drog for the trow or drow. But in Orkney, the word drow can be used in the sense of the devil. So it's a little bit telling how these fae are seen in that region. In the Shetland Norn, uh, Norn language, though, it means holdrafor. Hold, 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 and on today's episode of Alex Can't Say That Word. Holdrafork. 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 Holdrafolk, okay. folk or the hidden people or the troll people. So that's what it means. And so I think this one is particularly important to note because of an origin story I came across. In 1991, author Joan Day speculated that the tradition of the trow can be dated back to the Norse invasion. When the Vikings invaded the area, it sent the indigenous dark-haired Picts into hiding. This led to many stories in Shetland where there are these strange peoples who were smaller and darker than the Vikings who were, you know, tall and blonde. And they were hiding in sea caves because they were driven from their lands. And these people were supposedly leaving their caves at night to steal gold and silver from the new landowners. So I think Tying in like that history is pretty cool to how the Holdra folk came to be or like the hidden people. And so now that we've covered like really simple etymology and a quick origin story, how do they even look? Well, there's two common versions of them. 
in one, they're huge, gigantic even, and sometimes multi-headed. So I'm thinking like the Hydra from like Hercules, you know, cut one head off and like two or three grow in its place. Oh my God. And this is similar to like the trolls that you'll find in English folklore. Or they can also be really small, almost like human size, but a little smaller and look like ordinary fairies, but dressed in gray. And you can look up pictures online, but if I'm being honest, when I think of them, I think of the trowel as being on the smaller side, looking almost like a gnome. But that's because they remind me of duendes and those little fuckers are small and mischievous. I think of them being like three feet tall. Yeah, so thick as a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of them because c- of like, they remind me of Wendis, you know, just being mischievous. Yep. And if you saw a trowel, though, it was generally a very bad omen and it was taboo to even speak about them. But if you ever caught one speaking, it was a favorable sign. So it's a little, it's a little weird. You don't want to, it's like... Same. Sorry, go ahead. So like how I was saying earlier that there's negatives, but then there's like a positive about them. Yeah, you don't want to see them, but you want to hear them. Mm-hmm. And so earlier I did mention the sea trowel, but there's another type of trowel, which is called the hill trowel. And those are the two that I described, you know, that I just finished describing. It would be the hill trowel and that's how they look. But the sea trowel and the hill trowel are mortal enemies. Oh, And so I already described the hill trowels just really quickly, but the sea trowel also seemed to have a varying description. And in one description, the sea trowel looked like a colt whose body is covered in seaweed. It has matted hair and it has the reproductive organs of a horse. And that last part, if you're not okay with bestiality, skip forward like 10, 15 seconds. And that last part is important because this version of the sea trout is known to engage in sexual intercourse with the wom- with the women on the island. Oh, wow. So right away, my mind is racing in a million different directions. First, have you seen the crimes of Grindelwald? Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where there's a Kelpie and like Newt's oh. commander is riding the Kelpie. And it's like a horse mm-hmm. covered in kelp and the seaweed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked about the Kelpie in an earlier episode, but the Kelpie in this movie, that's how I picture the sea trout, just all covered in seaweed. Yeah. And second, this would put the sea trout in the category of incubus, which is another umbrella term that, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, because it's having sex with th- these women. But lastly, oh my God, just skip forward if you don't want... Yeah, trigger warnings. Disgusting sex stuff. Yeah. We're <laughs> we're an explicit podcast for a reason. So, you know, it has the reproductive organs of a horse. It's a horse stick for crying out loud. And I know I've talked about being on the wrong side of the internet as a kid, but did you ever watch or hear about like the Mr. Hands video? I don't know. It was a video of a dude. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I looked him up not so long ago. I remember. Oh, my God. So if you're listening and you don't know what it is, good, good, good. Don't look it up. Don't do it. Don't do it. The video it's was extremely disturbing. Yes. It's so wrong. But I want to talk about it. 
Okay, it's just to. weird. We can talk about it after, but it's just weird and gross. And yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not one to kink shame. You do you, but that is, like anything no, involving this animals. This is not kink shaming because this involves an animal, and that is wrong. Just legally and morally wrong. There is the line was drawn and it was crossed so far, so far you couldn't even see the line in the fucking distance. Uh-huh. It was just. Mm. you don't know what we're talking about good don't look it up any hoozle <laughs> so here's the other description we're gonna just move past that one mm-hmm. and so in this one it's super ugly it has matted hair it has a donkey like face and it has a slopping head and when I think of a slopping head I'm thinking of like dear David yeah like we talked about it before Mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking of oh my goodness and its body is said to be frail with disproportionately large limbs and huge feet that are disc shaped like a millstone and they're well webbed so they move all awkwardly and if you don't know what a millstone is it's i mean you can look it up and it's just used to like grind and like mill your grains Essentially. Yeah, like, uh, what's it called in Spanish? Um, I don't know. But it's like the old school ones. It's not the ones that are like this. That we make the salsa in? Oh. Oh, I'm thinking of a... You're thinking of a a mortar and pestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Never mind. No, I'm thinking of a millstone. Which is funny because it's like, I know exactly what like it looks like and like I have a visual in my head because when my parents were visiting we went to the Alamo and they had a millstone Mm -hmm. there and my mom was telling me she's like oh yeah I remember oh yeah she's like oh yeah we had one of these we had one of these growing up and I was like oh you did and she's like yeah we would harvest our grains and then we'd mill it and I was like duh Alex because then after this one you got the other fancy like the hand grinder stuff Oh, we never had one of these. Oh, you never had one? My parents still have one, like a manual uh, mill for like your grains. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm, for your grains or like your maize. So you can make like your own like masa and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's so crazy how there's different things. Like, okay, so in El Salvador, they make their own. They, first of all, they make tortillas a mano every day. Yeah. Every and they, it's normal for them to have like this many on the side for like dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll go to the what do they call it? Al remolino, uh-huh. because they'll take their corn and they put it in there and it like makes it into masa. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Un remolino, yeah. But this the, one is it's the thing, but yeah. But this one's not manual, they're they're advanced, it's a machine. Oh, fancy, put it in there. And then it comes out like a like a hole. It starts to like seep out, and they just like scoop it onto their container. And then they go home and make tortillas out of it. They put it on their head. Oh, nice! Very good balance over there. Like they literally will have like a big like a big one like this big Uh on top of their head, and then a little one in their arm, and they'll just be walking. walking. And some of them use some of them use like a like a rag to just give some cushion. Some don't. So that's so cool. Depends how heavy. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, pretty yeah. sure they probably have like electric ones now. But like when I was a kid, because I haven't gone back to Mexico in like forever, we they had mm-hmm. the manual ones. And I remember one time 
I was just playing with it with it with the manual ones. And have mm-hmm. you used them before? Or have you no, seen them? No, I never. Oh, okay. No. Well, it has like this handle thing, and like my cousins and I would get the handle, and we would just like throw it to see like how many times we get it to spin. And I got a little too oh, close, okay. and it just like bunk, just like hit me right in the forehead. Oh, and then and everyone's like, "Oh, para que aprenda," you know. And it's like, no, you know what I learned? Just step further back. Yeah, I'm still gonna be a traviesa. <laughs> just gonna be smart traviesa. I'm gonna do it again. I'm just gonna take one step back. Yeah, I'm just gonna be a smart tremenda, you know. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So they move all awkwardly, and in Shetland, however, the sea trowel was said to be a great evil spirit that took on the appearance of a woman and dwelled in the depths. In this lore, the sea trout is responsible for any ill luck to fishermen and would also steal their lures, baits, and any of their fish caught. All right, so that was the sea trout, and I talked about the hill trout. I know I'm going like back and forth so much. So I'm going to go back to the hill trout. These dwelled in their homes in the hills, and their appearance was the one I had mentioned earlier. You know, either huge like a troll or small like a fairy. Anyway, the hill trout would only leave their dwellings at night, but if they didn't make it back at home before sunrise, they would just have to wait until nightfall. They do, however, stay invisible during the daytime. I know, it's a little anticlimactic. They don't disintegrate or go poof or, you know, sparkle like vampires in the daylight. All they got to do is just wait. All right. But... Even though they are invisible, some people are born with a gift to see them. There is an account of a man being unable to see them dancing on the shore, but as soon as he touched his wife's hand, who was able to see them, he was granted access to her gift and saw them too. Although not common, it was possible for a normie to see the trow when touching those with the gift. And so the hill trowel like music and are constantly playing the fiddle. And some humans have even learned to play these tunes. There are some that are fairly popular. So maybe that was the luck I mentioned above. You know, it's, it's a bad omen to see them, but it's good luck to hear them. So maybe like you hear them playing their fiddle and then you play it yourself and you make it big. I, I don't know. But, you know, there's the good luck aspect of it. Or you might not be so lucky. There are some accounts of human fiddlers being abducted by trows um, to their hills. And once they are released, though, a great deal of of time has passed to the point where the human dies or turns to dust. While they only experienced a short time while they were in the hill, in the homes. And so this is really common in folklore. Um, The difference in time, a great example is like in Labyrinth, you know, like a lot of time passes, but once she finally returns back home, it's only been a small amount of time. Or even if you think about like, I don't know if this is a good example, but like where the wild things are in the book, it's, you know, like years and years passes to be able to get to the island He spends time there and then years to get back. But in reality, it was just enough time for his mom to bring up supper to him. Narnia. Yeah. Narnia, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a very common trope in folklore. And so, you know, it's 
you know, I mentioned Labyrinth right now. And, you know, there's the Goblin King in it. Well, there's also the Kunon Trow or the King Trow. And in this lore, its origins are in Shetland. And these King Trow are said to be a race of Trows entirely without females. So these are said to wander around weeping due to their lack of companionship. Well, duh, they're going to be crying. They don't got ladies in their life. (laughs) However, they do take a human wife. But she will always die while giving birth to their son, which is how the race Uh, continues to grow. Because they do sire half-human children and there are no female trow, a wet nurse is necessary and there are tales of midwives and wet nurses being abducted so that they could feed the children. And just really quick, I wanted to read this quick, I guess it's not a story, but it's kind of like an encounter from, it's like an eyewitness account from one of the trow. This account was written in response to an article on trows published in the 1960s. And it came from an Englishman, from an Englishman who spent about two years on the island during World War II. So one stormy day in winter, I was walking or struggling along the clifftop at Tornis. The wind was high and howled above. Low-lying, swirling clouds part enveloped the land in misty rain. At times, the pressure was so great that I was forced to bend and clutch at the, at the heather to retain a footing. On one such occasion, on looking up, I was amazed to see that I had the company of what appeared to be a dozen or more wild men dancing about to and fro. These creatures were small in stature, but they did not have long noses, nor did they appear kindly in demeanor. They possessed round faces, sallow in in complexion with long, dark, bedraggled hair. As they danced about, seeming to throw themselves over the cliff edge, I felt that I was a witness to some ritual dance of a tribe of primitive men. It is difficult to describe in a few words my feelings at this juncture or my bewilderment. The whole sequence could have lasted about three minutes until I was able to leave the the cliff edge. So that was just a quick encounter on it. So yeah, from that one, it seems like he saw what appeared to be the hill trout. And yeah, that is my story on the trowel. I know, not scary at all. I mean, no, little, but I didn't realize, huh? It's like a little spooky. It's it's not like scary, scary, but like it's not pleasant. I didn't realize there were so many different kinds of trowel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had never heard of them before, so I don't know why I say I didn't realize. It surprised me to know that there is many different kinds mm-hmm. yeah. and how different they are and like it said that the sea trout and the hill trout are mortal enemies but like that's it that's all it said i couldn't find more on it like how are they enemies why are they enemies i couldn't find more maybe mm-hmm. i didn't look hard enough damn that's crazy i feel like that's what you say after a story that's like not crazy at all <laughs> well I still say it. Like, damn, that's damn, that's crazy. It's like what yeah. you say with like a story, like you're just like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I just feel like nobody has interesting folklore. 
Nah, I'm kidding. I feel like doing something like folklore like needs. I don't even know. It was a little underwhelming, huh? Yeah, I felt I felt like mine was underwhelming. Like I don't think it was. I just I like the way you talk, so for me it's fine. I like the way you talk. I tried to be like, oh, like all interesting because I don't know how to sound like educational like you do. I sound educational? There. Yes. That's, I've always wanted to find a word for it. That's what you sound like. You sound very like educational. <laughs> I can't do that. Like if you notice when I was telling the first story at first, I was all ooh animated. And towards the end, I was like, I'll calm like, and then she cut her baby out. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But, like, you sound so natural. Really? Yeah, I feel like yours is just, is like, your natural. Dogs? Like, huh? Is that your dog's barking? No, that is was... That my dog? No, that was my husband coughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, you know why I was like, was that my dog? Because it sounds like how Marcus does it when we play with him. He's like... Rah. No. Hey, are my sh- do my shoulders look nice? Yeah, they do. Ooh, I'm just like looking at my shoulders and like They're the looking viewfinder. They're a little, a little swole up top. <gasps> and the shirt helps a lot too. Oh, it's just a sports bra. Oh yeah, you are. I saw you when you got up. Pancita. <laughs> Pancita, pansota. Oh. oh my God, it's so funny. So my kid, like if you ask her where her belly is, she lifts her shirt and she stands. So like she sticks her belly out and she just grabs it. And I'm just like over here like, I'm like, you look like my dad when he just like lifts up like his like white like tank top and he's just like scratching his belly. Why do all dads do that? <laughs> they walk around the house and they put it right under, if they had boobs, it'd be right under their boobs. Like that's exactly how. his belly out. My kid is doing that. She's almost two and that's how she's been walking around the house. That's hilarious. Okay. That's so funny how kids copy their grandparents like that. And I'm just like, when did you, when did she see her grandpa do that? (laughs) He's like over a thousand miles away. Well, you guys were over there for a couple weeks. We weren't. She picks up on things. It's so funny. And like right now, I think she's eating so much. She eats more than me right now. Uh huh. Like I think she's going to go through a growth spurt right now because she's just like, a freaking garbage disposal just like anything you put in front of her she's eating so her belly's it's good that she's eating a lot but you need to eat more if your baby's eating more than you that means you're not eating enough oh please no you should see how much toddlers can eat sometimes right. you should what see the how hell mo- do i know then you should see how much she eats sometimes it's freaking <laughs> crazy and then other days i swear she survives off of air and like a pack of fruit snacks <laughs> That's funny. Oh, dude, today, like, she ate good. Like, today for breakfast, she had cereal. She had a cheese stick. She had two Danimals. She had half a peach. She had so much food. She had raspberries. She had blackberries. She had a cup oh, of that milk. that sounds so good. She just you know what I've been- kept throwing food at her. She had, like, um pretzel nuggets. She was, with, she was like, like, Kirby. Yes. And she <laughs> had, like, these, like, date energy balls that I got, like, from the grocery store. She fuck that i'm not making that i don't have time to make it and like so she had those and then she had like almond butter filled like pretzels and i'm just like girl and then she had cheese it's and then she's like chocolate and i'm like you want chocolate and she's like yeah so i gave her chocolate and i'm just like oh my god girl she's like eating a very well balanced very well balanced she's getting all her carbs all her proteins yeah. all her fats yeah no that's good she's eating so you much 
what I've been eating at work or what I ate at work all week long that I need to now do. Ask my co because at work they buy us like snacks that we want. Uh-huh. So in my office, we have like chips and chocolate, but we want like more fulfilling snacks. Yes. So I'll ask, we'll ask for like fruits and yogurt, string cheese and things mm-hmm. like that. And so I asked for cottage cheese and we had yogurt. So I've been putting like some Greek yogurt with cottage cheese. And then my coworker bought me like those little fruit cups, like the peach little Ooh, fruit cups. Super like packed with like those. protein. Mm-hmm. So I put, I drank a little juice because I didn't want it to be like too watery. Poured the peaches in there, cut Wait, up a banana in there. Do you like cottage cheese? I love cottage cheese. I love oh my texture God, Yes, cheese. when we were in um, high school and you'd get salad, you'd get cottage cheese. Yeah. And I thought it was weird. I just, I've yeah. never, oh, I, I can't get on board. I can see why. But I love textured things. So, like, I put some apple in there and strawberries with the peaches and then mm-hmm. granola on top and honey. <sighs> no, I even tried, Delicious. like... With, like blending it to make it like whipped and mm-hmm. no because then it's just it's it's weird i think it's the the taste for me too it's... yeah because by itself i'm not the biggest fan i have to mix it with yogurt to give it some flavor or add honey to give it some sweetness because by itself it, I, I don't really prefer it but my mother-in-law's like that too like she just likes it and gary mm-hmm. and i are just like how because neither of us like it that's funny I do. I wish I liked it because it's so packed with protein and it's so inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I do. Maybe if you mix it with a whole bunch of fruit to the point where you can't even like taste it. No, it's okay. (laughs) I'll stick to Greek yogurt. That's enough protein for me. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of a Bionico. You know, like, do you know what those are? No. Bionicos? Did you ever go to Hugo Sacapulco? No. No? Okay. So they make this fruit thing, a bionico. It has, like, strawberries, bananas, papaya, <laughs> apples. I know I hate papaya. I hate it. Uh-huh. It smells gross. Tastes gross. Looks Don't even gross. look away. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not one to yuck any person's, yuck anyone's yum, except papaya. <laughs> like, I look like my nephew. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. But yeah, it'll have that. And then they put like coconut shavings on top and condensed milk and granola. It's pretty yummy. Minus the papaya. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of what that reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Um, I think that's it. And her. Yeah, I think that is all. We'll be, ba- we'll be back next week with a scary episode. We'll do sc- something scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, we finally got... What did we finally get? We got our first listener DM. So if you're listening, thank you so much. You totally made our day with that. I texted Jasmine in all caps. I was like, oh, my God, this just happened. Woo! Foo, foo, foo. Oh, no, (laughs) that gets the real air horn. Yeah, so we are very excited and we're hoping to make an episode on her request very soon. 
if we decide to make it next episode, well, there you go. But I don't really know yet. Yeah, it's probably going to be the next we'll episode see. or the one after that because mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have some ideas brewing. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Yeah, so we're excited. But yeah, other than that, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything you're excited for besides your starting work? Um, Hopefully that my car gets fixed soon. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so too, girl. My Venmo is... Just kidding. <laughs> right? <laughs> but all right. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Um, I know it kind of seemed a little bit slow, I honestly went way off track and did something totally different. There are no rules. Yeah. And I just couldn't bear it. I refuse to be boring. Maybe Ale is okay with it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. No, you're not. I'm okay with being boring. (laughs) No, I just would not be able to swing it. I would not have been able to swing it. So... Yeah, but I hope you all enjoyed this episode and you learned something new. Don't be an asshole or you'll turn into an Oni or the Oni will torture you. Don't trust little old ladies. Mm -hmm. And don't do it with a horse. Don't get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh my god, you're talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm done having kids, so we're good. We're done. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait. But she doesn't go after pregnant people anymore. You're right. She's close. She doesn't. Fight anyone. Avoid the mountains. Avoid it. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Don't leave your house. Yeah. If you see troll-looking people, avoid them. Yeah. They're mischievous. Yeah. But if you hear them, it's okay. It's a good You're sign. Lucky. You're lucky. But if you yeah. see but, you, but if you see like a horse covered in seaweed, run. Don't yeah. have sex with it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. do it. No, don't do it. Oh, before I forget, the ginger thing. Oh, Um, yeah. So it originated, so specifically Catholics, they were, they needed some racial motivation um, to enslave them and have people um, go against them. But also, apparently it also goes back to like the Vikings, how the Vikings were like brutal. So people were like, oh, they have no soul because they do all these things. But then I also saw one where it said when going back to the Catholic thing and how Irish people were oppressed mm-hmm. um, because a lot of them were redheads. A woman, a redhead woman who gave birth more than likely had been raped. So they just kind of like shunned her even more and her child. So then that also was like, they have no soul. That's why we don't like them. But in reality, it's because there's bad people that did bad to her. Oh, so, yeah, that's kind of where all that started. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to keep saying that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said it, but I I obviously don't mean it. Yeah. But I know we say things as a joke, and sometimes it's like, okay, some jokes do get outdated, and you shouldn't say them anymore. And then you learn the origins, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a little PC on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, yeah. But I think redheads are pretty, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Gary's grandpa was a redhead. Was he gray-haired or no? He has white hair now. So I just saw that redheads don't really get gray hairs. Ever. Oh. So maybe they meant they get white hair, but never gray hair? 
Maybe. I don't know. He had his, yeah, his hair is just all white, like what little hair he has left. But my, one of my grandpas had gray hair. And then my other grandpa had white hair, like white, white, white. That's so weird how it's either gray or white. Uh huh. So I guess redheads don't gray, but they probably white. That's weird. Are you sure? I just saw an article that was like giving different things about them. That's so interesting. Anyways, we've gone on way too long about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Any results? Yep. So once again, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If you have any stories, input, critiques, or anything that you want us to talk about, feel free to send us a message on our Instagram at Spooky State of Mind, or you can send us an email at Spooky State of Mind at gmail.com. And that's all for today. That's all. That's I- all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, everybody. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye.